and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Good morning. It's so good to be with you for this worship and devotional time. I want to begin by telling you about my friend Joy. My friend Joy, some years ago, was a collegiate athlete at a very high level. Her life was just beginning, and she was playing in the championship game for her college sport, softball. The very end of the game, the final play of the game, she made the heroic play, stretching herself out to catch a ball all the way extended into the air, and she landed with the full force of her body weight onto the ground. She made the catch. They won the championship, but she paralyzed her body. Her muscles and her tissues and her ligaments and her nerves were damaged so badly she was not able to move anything from her just below her shoulders all the way down. She was in constant pain and she could not move. Specialists all over the southeast of the United States of America, very excellent doctors and physicians, some of the best at what they do, with many scans and many tests, told her, you'll never be able to walk again. You will never be able to run again. You won't be able to have children and your life will end much sooner than it would have otherwise. There's nothing we're able to do. So after several years of trying, to find a way forward. There was no way forward. After several years of praying for a miracle with the people of God who were believing for a miracle for her, nothing happened. Have you ever waited for a miracle and nothing happened? Have you ever felt like a miracle should be coming your way, but it just wasn't arriving in time, and now it seemed like time was up, time was past, and the miracle wasn't going to come? We don't know why God provides a miracle for some and doesn't provide a miracle for others. It's a painful thing for us when we're the ones waiting while someone else is receiving. It's one of the most difficult things to do well that we have to do as Christians. That's one of the inspiring things about the story we're in today. The story about a synagogue leader and his daughter, his name is Jairus. We're never given the girl's name. In Luke chapter 8, and you can read along with me in your Bibles if you choose, in verse 40 it says, Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. So here we have a man who's been waiting with the crowd. Now, if we read farther back into the Gospels, both in Mark and in the book of Luke, we find that Jesus had been with this crowd and some miraculous things had occurred. He goes over to the other side of the lake. So they watch him disappear while they're still wanting him to stay. Of course, miraculous things occur on the other side of the lake, but they stay there waiting. They have no way to get to him quickly because of the size of the lake. So they wait knowing he's going to eventually return. 
when Jesus does come back, the crowd is still there, and it emphasizes it here. They were all waiting on him. And we find ourselves in that position often also, waiting on Jesus to show up in our lives. And one of the members of that crowd was now waiting with desperation. While Jesus was gone, his 12-year-old daughter, not just one of his daughters, his only daughter, began to die. The sickness that he had originally wanted Jesus to probably minister to had rapidly degraded her health, and she was now in a state of being on death's door. So when Jesus comes off of the boat, Jairus races towards him, throws himself at his feet, and with desperate urgency says, please come heal my daughter. And you know what happens next? The crowd presses in on Jesus. Others start to want his attention. They slow him down. And ultimately, someone touches Jesus, another miracle we'll talk about at another time, and he says, my power went out from me. Now imagine if you're Jairus, you've been waiting, and he's been gone for quite some time. Jesus finally comes back. You know that your daughter is about to die. The crowd is slowing down Jesus, and now somebody touches him, and you hear Jesus say, the power went out from me. What would you fear? I know what I would fear. My chance is gone. I would tend to think that, okay, Jesus has the power to heal some sometimes, but then he goes away to rest or goes away to recover. Apparently, the power went out. I've missed my chance. There's no more hope for me. My miracle won't occur. The crowd blocked him. This other person's need was met. They received while I was left waiting. Uh, first, I want to pause and just say, God doesn't work miracles so that we can avoid death. If you think about it, anyone that Jesus worked a miracle for, including Lazarus, who was raised from the dead, eventually dies again. They're not resurrected. They're just given life. Jesus is the only one who's been resurrected and will never face death again. We will join him eventually, and then that greatest of miracles will occur. No sickness, no death, no sorrow, no grief, no loss. But in this life, God doesn't work miracles so that we can avoid death or sickness or disease. Those things will still come and find us again, and eventually we will die. God works miracles so that others can find life. When miraculous works occur in such a way that God gets glory, faith is infused into people and they find new life because of that faith. The purpose of the miracle is not to avoid death or to avoid pain, although God is loving and gives that to us. The main purpose is to give God glory, infuse people with faith, and bring new life. But now back to Jairus. His fear is confirmed. After the crowd moment occurs in verse 49, while Jesus was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. When you're in the period of waiting, I want to encourage you to wait well. And one of the ways we wait well, even when it seems like the miracle is too late to occur, is to wait in faith. 
that God's goodness will still show up, even though the darkness is so strong, the discouragement is so powerful, the despair is so gripping, to, to will ourselves to faith and hope in Jesus Christ. Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter, John, and James, and the father and mother of the child. All were weeping and mourning for her, but Jesus said, do not weep for she is not dead, but sleeping. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead, but, but taking the girl by the hand, this chilling body that is already being diminished of life, no longer breathing, no heart beating, he says, child, arise, talitha kum. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given her to eat, and her parents were amazed. If you are waiting on a miracle, can I encourage you, surround yourself with people of faith. Don't listen to the people who mock you when you continue to move forward in faith. Stay in faith and wait in hope. Now, God may or may not deliver a miracle to you, but give him the chance. Stay in hope. Stay in faith. And don't just trust for the avoidance of pain. Trust for a miracle to occur in such a way and in such a time that others' lack of faith, those who were laughing, is turned to faith, those who are now amazed. My friend Joy, some years after she was paralyzed, was laying on a little mat at a place where there was worship and prayer and services happening all day long for a week in the United States and the Southeast. A preacher walked by and not knowing her said, it doesn't look like you wish to be laying there on that mat. Do you want to be? And like a story straight out of the pages of scripture, she said, no, I don't, but I can't move. She explained her story to him and he said, do you mind if I pray for you? He prayed for her and this paralyzed woman named Joy within 15 minutes was doing jumping jacks. And she went from extreme pain to no pain. She went from no movement to joyful movement. And her name is so well given, Joy. Joy Griffith is her name. You can hear her story if you go find her. The, the specialists are all amazed. Those doctors who didn't believe anything could happen are all amazed. Faith has been infused in person after person and after person after person who has met this real life walking miracle. Sometimes God leaves us waiting for what seems to us to be way too long so that his glory can be made known. I want to encourage you in whatever difficult situation you're in, wait in faith, surround yourself with people of faith, and press in to Jesus. Maybe, just maybe, he is holding back the miracle now so that someone else's faith can be brought back to life. Lord, thank you for this devotional today. We pray that you would speak the word into each of our hearts that we need to hear. In whatever situation, we need to wait for your miraculous intervention. Help us to wait in faith and in hope, knowing that often you come after it seems too late 
so that your glory might be revealed. In Jesus' name, amen. You turn my doubts to dust. You fulfill your promises. Nothing's impossible. As you go through with your day today, know that Jesus is not absent, he is present. That your waiting will eventually be paid back in full by God's grace, and that his glory through your life, if you wait in faith and live in faith and walk in faith, will be revealed. Go in the grace of God. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.